Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content. You'll find anywhere. Talk about Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze met with reporters yesterday uh, as Auburn begins to uh, prepare for uh, its bowl game um, coming up against Maryland up in Nashville. Uh, He was asked about pretty much the QB room. Um, I think he was asked particularly about uh, Robbie Ashford entering the portal and got into the conversation about the guys that he currently has. Um, we'll talk about it. I mean, R- Riley Leonard was a QB who entered the portal who was linked to Auburn as a potential destination school. We know what happened there. So this coaching staff has been looking for QBs in the portal. Uh, but however, Hugh Freeze made some statements, and it draw it drew some 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 criticism from people. Uh, but let's let's look at what Hugh Freeze had to say about quarterbacks, uh, particularly his QB room. So the the portal guys um, had great conversations with Robbie, and we. I wish all those guys the best. I mean, everybody's got to make their own choices of of what they think is best for them, and. And so we try to give them great advice and wisdom and obviously convince them to stay if we think that's best for them. In some cases, it's okay for them to leave, but uh, enjoyed my conversations with Robbie. Wish him the best, as I do the rest of the guys that have chosen to go in the portal. As far as the quarterback room, I think the uh, – I'm just going to be really blunt, okay? I think uh, the, the, the cool thing – it seems in most people's eyes right now, the cool thing is as soon as a quarterback hits the portal, man, I'm immediately getting hit. This is your guy. Throw the bag at him. You know, I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, have y'all watched the film or does it, I mean, is he, how many games has he won? And, you know, ultimately that's what a quarterback gets judged on is, is how many games he wins. And, um, and, and and that just seems to be the cool thing um, uh, to do. And maybe they're right. I don't I don't know. Um, but um, truthfully, we evaluate and watch every single 
quarterback slash lineman slash receiver that goes in the portal and and we try to evaluate is this the best thing for our football team and um truthfully i don't know if you know this but we have uh, one of the top returning quarterbacks in power five with wins in peyton thorne um, i believe that if we get the right pieces around him and Holden, um, I think our quarterback room is going to be fine next year. And that is my belief. It is what drives me to get the right pieces around them. I thought he showed once we settled in offensively what he could do. And again, if you look when he had two NFL receivers in um, the ki two kids at Michigan State, the guy threw for 6,700 yards. And um, I think he can do just fine. And so um, I haven't found a guy yet. And number one, if you go take one, you're probably going to lose Peyton, Holden. You better be right. And I'm just, uh, I believe in Peyton. I believe in Holden. I believe in Hank, and I believe in, in uh, the kid we've got coming. And so um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but that's, that's my belief and looking forward to uh, getting better pieces in our, in, in, in our offense and him improving. I also would say, I don't know, in, in year one of the transfer quarterback world, uh, who set the woods on fire? Go look at that and find out now. Year two, there's a few. And uh, that's my expectation for, uh, for Peyton. All right. Said a lot there. We, we're going to take a little bit piece by piece. Did. But obviously, whenever there's a QB that's in the portal, apparently people are also hitting Hugh Freeze up and saying, hey, you got to get this guy. And I think Hugh Freeze has been consistent about this because he basically sounded this way in the summer. Uh, he sounded this way almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. When he got here, he's right. watching film on these guys and he's evaluating. So I, I will give you freeze this. He's been very consistent in just because a guy enters the portal, he's assessing that QB based on what they can do, based on what his needs are. And if this is a QB that he thinks can actually help his team, your thoughts on that, I. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I was going to say. This is how he sounded last year when he was saying, you know, people are like, go get this guy, go get this guy. He is continuously being like, listen, you guys even look at film or is it just every QB that pops in has got to be better than the guy that we have? And I agree it's a lot of that um, happening. And, I mean, there are some really good quarterbacks out there in the portal. Let's not be mistaken and act as if that's not true. But, um, but yeah, he echoed the same sentiments that he had last offseason about I'm not going to jump up and down every time somebody hops in the portal. And But he also acknowledged we do evaluate all of these players that enter the portal. So it's not as if we don't see it, too. I think that's the thing that's funniest about some of this stuff is people act as if Coach Freeze and his staff. Don't that's their way of tapping him on the, the shoulder portal. and say, hey, uh, did you miss this guy over here? No, we we, we saw him. We, we knew about him right. before he even entered the portal. <laughs> No, I didn't see this guy who was a starting quarterback at a Power 5 school who's thrown for 3,000 yards enter the portal. That's news to me. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't aware. We, we don't monitor that stuff. We needed you on social media to uh, tell us that information. Right, right, right. So he, 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 talks, about, he talks about that, um, that there is a process 
that they that they've gone through. But I think where he what drew a lot of criticism, and I actually kind of anticipated this. <laughs> oh yeah! As soon as he said it, I was like, Ooh. I anticipated this one. Like I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna get the people going. Um, yeah. He talked about Peyton Thorne and his belief in him as a movie, and he talked about how him being one of the one of the best in college football in terms of wins. That's returning, right? Which it's it, that is a true statement. However. I think that Truth. if you're looking at Peyton Thorne in terms of what he did last year, you are going to be critical of Hugh Freeze in terms of what he's done since he's been, since he's put on an Auburn uniform. But your thoughts about Hugh Freeze's comments as well as his belief in Peyton Thorne? Because it, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have some questions. I have some follow-up questions for you just to see what you think. But yeah. This sounds good right now as long as there isn't a QB in the portal that's better. But your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think that he's wrong in his belief in Peyton Thorne as, you know, as far as his ability to potentially be a good starter for Auburn. If you put the right pieces around him, you've seen him be successful in those types of situations. I think everybody who criticizes Peyton Thorne says it was smoke and mirrors because year one at Michigan state, look at who he was throwing the ball to when he had Kenneth Walker. Well, you're actually making the argument for upgrade the stuff around him and Peyton Thorne can be good. It's I'll, I'll opt in for that smoke and mirrors. If you're telling me we get that Peyton Thorne, if you put those caliber players around him, the question is you're taking a gamble on whether or not those freshmen that you're bringing in are that caliber of player right now for him so i don't know the answer to that immediately but his this is where it's a little misleading i think i don't know how many people sit and look at a quarterback's win-loss record as the assessment to how good a quarterback he is i don't know who does that because if we're being honest um jalen hurts had a great win-loss record he still got benched for Tua in Alabama because the offense wasn't doing what it needed to do with him out there. And so they knew they had to be able to supercharge the offense winning football games, but the offense wasn't the reason you were winning to supercharge the offense. We got to make a change at quarterback. I think, and Mike G talks about this, the better coaches are able to say, yes, we're winning, but are we winning in spite of you or are we winning because of you? And if our offense is being handcuffed by our quarterback, We've got to go a different direction at the QB position. Now, whether or not that's Peyton Thorne yet to be seen because we haven't seen him in a full offseason and all the, the reasons that people give why Peyton Thorne couldn't be successful last year. Coach Hugh Freeze is systematically trying to remove all of those other reasons to say, all right, and, and this, listen, man, um, you, you understand what systems checks are like. We're going to shut everything right. down, and then we'll slowly let, – let me check this one. All right, T take this off. If I remove every other issue and it still doesn't work, the one piece that's still left is the problem. So let me systematically go through and remove all of those things. And now we don't have to have this conversation about what the problem is. We know what the problem is. We upgraded this. We upgraded this. We upgraded this. We upgraded this. The only thing that's left is this. So I, I, that's the correct approach. 
and uh, I'm not mad at. And again, I, I think he's trying to get the scenario just like how it was when he was watching Peyton Thorn on film. He knew what was around Peyton Thorn, and one of the things that he did mention, he was very critical about uh, the wide receiver core when he got here. He, he what? He has been yes. Yes, he talked about some guys loafing. He <laughs> talks about guys not running the right. So there are some things that he is trying to correct that he knows if, if that's going on in some aspects, it doesn't almost matter unless you have a generational talent, right? It's going to be hard to overcome those issues. So he has to fix those issues anyway, uh, despite that. But I think he's believing that, hey, under better circumstances, we get better play. Do you think the second half of the season mm -hmm. gave him that type of confidence in Peyton Thorne? Because we did begin to see, obviously it was, the, albeit against weaker competition, but we begin to see uh, a glimpse of what Peyton Thorne could potentially be in this offense. Do you think that also factors into his confidence in him? Uh, I mean, I think, you know, you look at the, there's a couple of things, right? You look at, the, the late game drive versus Cal, you look at the Georgia game, and then you do look at those last games of the season. And I think you're pleasantly surprised with his athleticism, right? Like, because again, I don't know that anybody looked at Peyton Thorne as a true dual threat and you have to kind of like, and I'm not going to say he's a game changing dual threat quarterback where, all right, we can just run triple option with him because his legs are that dynamic, but he is dangerous enough with his legs that you have to respect it. And if he's in the open field, he's got enough ability to go out there and pick up first downs. I've said that since I first saw him run, but it wasn't something I expected him to be able to do consistently. He proved he was a, he actually is a better runner than I gave him credit for. And I was willing to give him initial credit on his ability to run the football. Um, so I think that coupled with what you see in um, practice and what you see as far as his ability to make certain throws allows you to have confidence that, you know, we hit, we're hitting certain stuff and guys are dropping it. Okay. Well, if we put guys in there who aren't going to drop that pass as consistently, then maybe, you know, his, his percentage looks a little bit better. We pick up some first downs in certain situations um, and drives are prolonged and not stopped by what's going on with receiver drops in those situations. So I think, Yes, a combination of all those things gives him a little bit more patience to say, all right, let's build this thing around PT and see mm. what we can mm. get with him. Mm. Uh, does all of that calculus change if a really talented QB jumps in the portal? Um, does, does that go out the window? Um, I think that you've seen talented QBs go into the portal. It's more so, I think, about the price tag that they want to put on those quarterbacks. It's like, is it worth yeah. that much to potentially not just lose your incumbent starter, but the backup behind him potentially, right? So like all of those things factor into um, whether or not it makes sense to go get the, like, is that, and that's one of the things he said, like, if you right. do that, you better be right. Like you can't miss in that scenario. And is, is that him playing a little tentatively or coaching a little tentatively where it's like, I don't, I don't know if that's worth the risk. And it's a risk ward, uh, reward type of calculus that he has to do. But I think that's the nature of what it is to be a major 
uh, uh, a head coach of a major program. Like, yeah, this and the at, at the quarterback position at that, you gotta be right. I, I think, in my personal opinion, I I think it's a conservative approach, but I think it's perhaps the best approach mm-hmm. given the future is walking through the door and Walker White. Correct. Correct. I, and that's what I would agree wholeheartedly with. Like you, you can't lease your future um, or you can't sell your future right now when you know, okay, this season there's, there's a potential for him to do better. Floor to ceiling. We always have this conversation about relative floor, relative ceiling. And is he going to make this offense explode through the ceiling? Probably not. Right. Like probably if we're, putting it on probability it's probably a low probability that he will do that but is it a high possibility that this offense can be good enough if you can continue to play good defense absolutely yes uh so i don't know man i think that there's an opportunity here for coach freeze to have modest gains in his offense little drop off in his defense and have a better record this next season and that's what he's banking on Good stuff. Listen, we're going to talk about recruiting. We're going to talk about um, our expectations for this 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 class coming up in the second half. But we definitely want to hear from you guys and ladies who are also commenting and joining us as well. The weakest link. Appreciate you being here with us. It says if a top QB out of the portal is going to cost two milli, I think we're probably going. We're probably better off going with what we have and saving that money in NIL for other needs. Not mad at this comment at all. It's kind of what we've been talking about. Um, you got to consider that we we are on the verge of a very impressive high school class, 2024, and we're building for 2025 as well. So I think you have to consider a lot of that. Again, Hugh Freeze makes some comments that I thought were pretty interesting. Ike and I are going to dissect that in a minute. Uh, Let's in Kirk in 43. Thank you, sir. Uh, Chris S. saying... Uh, wasn't expecting the portal to mm. okay this <laughs> Ernest Vaughn says Thorne doesn't That's suck he's middle of the pack but with his incoming wide receiver class in our running back room we should be better even with Thorne and that's what Hugh Freeze is banking on that's what he's hoping for I mean even the guy that he got uh out of the portal uh for wide receiver he knows that even with these young guys coming in I'm going to have to supplement that with some experience and he made mention, you know, we didn't we didn't clip it up and talk about it, but he talked about he was asked about guys who are currently in the room that he expects to improve, starting with this bowl game. He mentioned Jay Fair. He mentioned Camden Brown. Yeah, there are some guys that Hugh Freeze is really depending on and leaning on to actually take some steps forward so that he's not forced to rely on these young kids. What they do will be a bonus in 2024, as far as I'm concerned. But he's he's looking to some guys out of the portal and who we currently have to be the leaders in that room so that we get better production than what we've seen last year. Ernest Vaughn says yeah. most surprising portal entry so far. Do you have any, Ike? Most surprising, probably Steven Johnson on the defensive line was the one that surprised me. Um, I. I did not expect VAR to go to the portal. I thought I knew he was considering going pro. I thought that that was the direction he was going to take. Me, Mike, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, okay, I didn't expect enough, VAR to be enough, back. I just didn't. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't think that. I, I thought that he was going to go pro. I'm not surprised. Um, I don't think I can say I'm surprised uh, by anybody who's left so far. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything that the defensive lineman was so a good one? That was a good one. I was there. like, whoa, what? Yeah, just because he was he was a true freshman, so I was just like, yo, like, um, like did he really just not feel like he was ever going to see Wilkie the field did surprise as a me. true freshman? Like, I just did. That uh, did surprise Wilkie me. a little bit, but like, I just again, like, there's no, nothing was like particularly shocking about anything yeah. that's happened so far with the yeah. portal. Um, even in our secondary, some of the guys that that didn't come back, I was like, yeah, I got. Uh, I think Marquise Gilbert. Um, not shocked there at all. Yeah, like it, it, I, I have not been shocked, which coming off of year one with a new coaching staff, I expected to be shocked in some areas. I, and the fact that I haven't been, and again, we got a long window <laughs> with the portal, right? Guys can hop in at any moment, but so far so good for me, whoever is left who, who are in the portal. I haven't been, I almost anticipated or it didn't really register for me. Um, Tatiana says until AU starts getting elite offensive linemen players, nothing will change. Uh, I mean, if, if you're going to keep everything else the same, then upgrading the offensive line is the only way to, to make a change, right? If the skill positions are going to be the same quarterbacks going to be the same, you can't expect different results with the same players. So I agree with that. I just disagree that that's the only way that you can upgrade. I've seen terrible offensive lines with great quarterback play. I've seen terrible offensive lines with amazing wide receiver talent. I've seen like, so it's, it's not as, I, I think the offensive line, I think is the best way to overcome right. other things being subpar. Sure. If you could just push people around then you don't have to have an elite running back that can break tackles and all this kind of stuff. Anybody can go get four or five yards. If you have an elite offensive line, anybody can have forever to throw the football, right? So I, I agree that that's the most foolproof way is to get elite offensive lines. But that's I've not seen I've seen way. teams like Wisconsin back during the Barry Alvarez age where they had elite offensive linemen, but because they were not elite elsewhere and they were getting games against the Ohio States and the Bamas right. and the Georgias. Yeah, because when people can push back, you need some dudes. Like, oh, you need some dudes to match up elsewhere yeah. on that field with them. So. Um, that's a, that's the example I would use there. Offensive linemen. Yes, I agree. We need them, but there, there are other areas to upgrade yeah, your, your, your talent level, uh, on, on your, on your team there. Um, appreciate you, Daniel. Uh, I think I accidentally started you off, but you appreciate you joining us again. Lutzen Kirkin says he said the guy we've got coming in, he didn't name Walker white. I think he was talking about Walker white. I think he had a brain fart. Well, he no, he didn't. He's not technically, and this is the thing, he's not technically allowed to mention yes. any player that yes. has signed. He's committed, but he's not signed, so he can't talk about him. So he just has to well, correct. vaguely correct. reference. Correct. Them. So even though Walker White is all but signed, <laughs> uh, he can't mention him, but he was definitely yeah. talking about him for sure. Uh, Brass and Venison says, Thorne is good at game management. That's the pro of him. And I think again, this 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 gets back. Do you think he's good? <laughs> okay, talk about it, right? I, I disagree with you. He's not good at game management. He's okay. Uh, he's he's an average game manager. And I think that there are levels to game manager. I think that I, Peyton Thorne's an I, I average think, game manager. Yes, I agree with that. What I was about to say is I think this is why Hugh Freeze is trying to upgrade everything around him 
because it almost seems like there's a part of him that when situations aren't optimal, he presses or makes decisions that are uncharacteristic or decisions he shouldn't make. If he was a, if he was good at game management, he would see receivers when they're open and throw yeah. the ball more often. He would understand pre-snap where he needs, like his processing is not at gotcha. game manager level. He is not, he's not mistake prone as far as like now he had some bad interceptions this season he really did he's not mistake prone but he takes too many bad sacks for me to call him a good game it's not like they're coverage sacks he takes bad sacks sometimes where he had he had options to be able to do something with the ball or throw the ball away and he didn't do it like um field position is a part of game management not just touchdown to interception ratio or completion percentage and sometimes he sacrifices field position by not making the right, correct reads at times or holding on to the ball too long. And so that's that, that that's a part of the whole game manager thing. That's why it's, he's good at it. He's, he's uh, not consistent. He's, okay. he's not consistent he's not with it. Bad. He's not consistent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, good conversation. We got a lot for.